now, time for Seafood News. Welcome back to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor, Amanda Buckle. And I'm Erna Berry, Seafood Market Reporter, Lauren Castiglione. This episode of Seafood News Podcast is brought to you by Erna Berry's upcoming Seafood Market Update webinar on crab and ground fish. You think we have fun on this podcast? You just wait <laughs> to join Erna Berry on Tuesday, December 7th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for an update on the volatility of the crab and ground fish markets featuring Ernberry Market Reporters Jenna Schreiber and yours truly, as well as special guest Michael Kotak from Arctic Fisheries. In this webinar, our host, Amanda, will lead the discussion on the continued impact of COVID-19 on the seafood markets through supply situations, labor shortages, and continued high costs for transportation and the price reaction from the holiday season. If you would like more information on Erna Berry's upcoming webinar, please contact our expert account management team at 1-800-932-0617. It's a free webinar, so if you love come us, one, come all. yeah, if you love us, there's no reason to, to skip out. <laughs> Just don't ask any hard questions. <laughs> Pepper them all at Lauren. She can take it. She can take it. Now in our top story of the week, scalps hit a new record price in New Bedford. Again and again and again. <laughs> that is right. The market for U.S. origin Atlantic sea scallops continues to break records as severely constrained supply entering the market is met with continued active demand. The entire Ernaberry scallop complex is firm at record highs at the start of the holiday season, a time when fishing efforts continue to wane due to shorter days and seasonal storms interrupting trips. Unwavering demand is seen from both food service and retail sectors, and there's been some reports of pushback on premium prices and along with some suppliers having to temporarily remove scallops from their menus or product lists until supply and costs improve. But for those who are buying product at this time, record high premiums will be paid if you can find them. (laughs) So uh, December 1st actually marked a new record at the Buyers and Sellers Exchange Seafood Auction in New Bedford, with U10 channel scallops selling for $36.05 a pound. Yes, that's that's crazy. So according to the auction price report from December 1st, weight came in at 142 pounds with a value of $5,154.60. Add a lot of scallops. <laughs> so the record was broken by the fishing vessel Captain John, which had previously set a new auction scallop price record back on November 11th with U12 channel scallops selling for $34.90 a pound. So scallop pricing is expected to remain firm throughout the upcoming holiday and Linton season, as supply won't see much relief until the new season begins again in the new year. An estimate of projected landings for the 2022 fishing year, beginning on April 1st, 2022, has yet to be established. However, based on extensive scallop survey findings throughout Georgia's bank and in the Mid-Atlantic, next year's landings are anticipated to be lower than 2021 due to diminishing biomass. Landings volumes have been retreating since 2019. Now, prices aren't just rising for scallops. In Bristol Bay, two buyers have raised their 2021 base price for salmon to $1.45 per pound. So the Alaska Department of Fish and Game released their highest preliminary forecast in memory for the Bristol Bay salmon run next year at over 75 million sockeye salmon. That's 44% larger than the most recent 10-year average of Bristol Bay, total runs at just over 52 million and 111% greater than the long-term average of 35.7 million fish. And as mentioned above, on top of that, two salmon buyers in the Bay, Peter Pan Seafoods and Silver Bay Seafoods, both announced a postseason increase in prices paid to their fishermen at 20 cents per pound. 
Seafood News editor Peggy Parker writes in her latest report for Seafood News that depending on market conditions, it's not unusual for processors to pay a bonus about the base price paid during the season. Sticking with this theme here, Dungeness Crab fishermen are excited for their first paychecks of the season. In posts on Facebook, blogs, and news sites, the X vessel prices appear to between uh, appear to be between four dollars and fifty cents and five dollars. Um, so that's per pound on the West Coast. And this year's season is the first one in seven years to open on the traditional December first start date in Northern California, Oregon, and Washington. And the season in Central California is still closed uh, due to the pres- uh, presence of whales. Fishermen are coming off a particularly rough 2020-2021 crab season full of delays, relatively low production, and pandemic-related supply chain frustrations. But this year is dramatically different. Competition from Alaska crab fisheries are almost non-existent. The Bering Sea Red King crab fishery is closed and the snow crab season significantly reduced. That means more demand for Dungeness crab for dinner tables and a keen push for the West Coast's favorite crab ahead of the winter holidays. News reports said fishermen were getting $4.75 per pound per crab in California, and one processor was reported as offering $5 per pound in Oregon, roughly $2 per pound more than the highest historical opening prices. Consumers already are facing retail prices at between $30 and $40 per pound in some cities. While those are big wins for the crab, salmon, and scallop industries, the Maine lobster industry isn't having the same run of luck. The Maine Lobstering Union has now filed an emergency application to the United States Supreme Court to vacate a federal appeals court ruling that has closed 967 square miles of lobster fishing grounds in the Gulf of Maine. The emergency application for an injunction to the Supreme Court is the latest in a legal battle for both Maine lobster and Jonah crab harvesters, fighting recent regulations and protecting the endangered North Atlantic right whale species. For those that haven't been following along, on October 16th, the lobster industry was granted emergency relief from the closure, which spans from October through January, and that was included in the rule changes. However, the victory was short-lived for the lobster industry, as federal appeals court ruling a month later would allow the closure to continue. The petition set forth by the Maine Lobstering Union, Damon Family Lobster Company, Fox Island Lobstering Company, and Frank Thompson asked the Supreme Court to contemplate if the United States Court of Appeals, the First Circuit, abused its discretion by allowing the closure to continue. According to the court filing obtained by the Portland Press-Herald, MLU members which own a lobster wholesale business, Lobster 207, are set to lose about 4 million pounds in volume due to the closure this year. Virginia Olson of the Maine Lobstering Union said in a statement that generations of Mainers have taken pride in sustainably cultivating the world's best lobster while simultaneously protecting the right whales. The decision to close Maine's waters to this time-honored industry is unfortunately based on misguided and incomplete science. The Maine Lobstering Union looks forward to continuing to fight to save the greatest American industry and defend the families and communities who rely on it. An update on the MLU website states that our future is now in the hands of Justice Breyer. As always, we'll be sure to update you on the matter as information comes in. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye.